this was really this was a really interesting podcast. I feel I like we got to talk more. We need to talk more about this type of stuff. This is very important, and it yeah. also feels therapeutic because one of my last things is another mechanism is I talk about my I talk about my stuff now. I will call you and talk about stuff just go ahead and get it out the way at least if i'm just speaking the words out of my mouth mm-hmm. and expressing exactly how i feel i do it to you mama my dad malik michael say you know i got a few friends that i trust sometimes i'll be like i, I just need to get this stuff off and it's almost like therapy for me because therapy worked for me and it's literally just talk therapy so now i have also have a community of people who i can talk these right. things through with i'm not saying that that solves everything but that's a, another thing that i do is i talk i just talk through it i'd be like man and i think it helps um a lot of the times it took me a long time to start being super like m- like more like um how am i trying to say it just more outward with it because yeah. i remember when i first i remember calling you and mama because i i remember i went to the freaking hospital cause yeah, I had yeah. freaking you was going i through was it. i was i was shaking for like two hours yeah and i we were all in college we didn't know what to do they, everybody was drunk and they was laughing at me and it was okay but you know whatever but um it just made it, it put so much like 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 shame on it right because i mama you know a lot of times in like the black community they just don't look at mental health the same way mm-hmm. that any other community looks at it they be like right. okay you sick let's get you help now black people be like no put some andy ointment on it right take an ibuprofen and go lay down right and you're gonna be good right. and if that don't work i'm finna pray for you yeah right. but not saying that prayer that's don't sad work, but what um, you know what that stem from and this is just really quick history because i'm always good with going back think about it the enslaved africans we're going through all this stuff and guess what they had to do every day go to work get up and go live a life as a slave and these people losing kids getting kids they going through way worse stuff than what we can ever imagine and on top of that they having mental health issues because we're human and we're wired to have whatever right and guess what they had to do they had to get up and go to work and pray about it and so the mental health in the black community is so important because look at look at the history of how we had to go 400 plus years without anybody ever acknowledging our mental health and even now to this day we're just conditioned to not acknowledge it for what it is because we if if you don't get the education and the tools and the resources that's all you know is to not talk about it put a band-aid on it never identify for what it is and keep it moving Cause you gotta survive so that was me going a little deep into slavery and all that but i think it's connected i think you you gotta you gotta connect it back to this is connecting the overall issue of mental health in the black community this is connecting it back to the root you know what i'm saying the root of the problem but okay that is you know that was I all my questions have, you have any last I do thoughts have some things to add any final thoughts because this was about high function anxiety and me oh yeah and Latanya had a full-blown therapy session so before we end it um i do want to go over some traits of high function anxiety i'm happy you did that um, girl i forgot i was looking at your paper i was like i forgot i don't know, I don't know but um i'm gonna go over a few it says positive and negative ones i i, I negative is don't say the negative, but it's just right. the opposite of um, stuff. But um, I'm going to read them all, and then whatever one you identify with most, we can 
probably chat about it real quick. But okay. So um so uh outgoing personality. So uh you always think they're happy. They tell a joke. They smile a lot. They laugh. You almost take their awkward. You take their um personality as like quirkiness. Yeah. You know, because people even say I'm weird. You weird. Yeah. I've oh always God, gotten you're so, that. You're so quirky. You're I've weird. always gotten it's that. It's like no, I'm really embarrassed and I don't want to be here, yeah. but I want you to know. Yeah. Um. So very punctual. They arrive early for appointments. I don't know about that one. That might not be me. <laughs> that, but I was it depends on the situation. Honestly, I don't like. If it's a professional thing, I'm going to be on time. I or like early people, um, or I don't like early looking at me yeah so in college a lot i actually would go to my classes after that happened the first time i would be like in there in the back way early before everybody really i don't want to i didn't want them to see me walk in wow so i could see that um proactive so they plan ahead for all possibilities oh that's this is this is the list making this is speaking to my list making version I'd yeah like, just in case we need to know that x y and z just might happen because you never know right um very organized makes lists or keeps calendars i have a planner i have a habit tracker i have several journals <laughs> that um i have list in list on list on list if you look i think mom will be every time pulling some of my journal stuff out and it just be list really you know what's so crazy i'm organizing i'm very chaotic all at the same time if that makes sense like i function and organize chaos right. but i literally organize for a living like I'm I keep up with somebody else's calendar I keep up with several calendars like that's a big part of my job is to keep up the calendar keep up the calendars for the department it's that controlling thing so I, I literally do it for a living but if you look if you are on the outside looking in on me doing it it does look like it's all over the place mm -hmm. but it's I function I have organization within that if that makes sense even as a mother like I'm not the most like everyday punctual. Every day there's a list and a schedule and all that. Mm -hmm. But if you really look at my everyday life, it's the it's basically the same stuff and it's like a organized mess right. if that makes sense. An organized mess yeah. like that. Um another one is high achieving. Um I got that a lot in school. I would be I was called a try hard. The only thing I didn't do was homework. Um I don't believe in homework. You want me to do it? Yeah, that's class. definitely me. I'm still an overachiever. Yeah, I'm very detail oriented. Um, that's definitely. I, I wouldn't say I'm not detail oriented because I am, but Latanya definitely uh, this the girl who you gonna get to put the trip together. Yeah. I will get every. I will get everybody's lives on the trip. Right. But you gonna put the trip together? Yeah. Don't, don't give me that responsibility. I I just always think about every possible outcome that is true every any situation i'm going to be the one to be like you know this could happen that could happen this could so think about this I, that's the part that's anxiety lord jesus how you be over here giving <laughs> you all um uh orderly and tidy like i said these these are like these are every single one is not for every single person um but like what Tanya was saying it's just order in your own chaos so like in my yeah. in my room i have a desk or when i i'm moving but in my room i have a desk and i have my little shelf so i do know how i put stuff on there and it's specific to me right so if i my makeup goes in this side on this side and this and this like this um oh i think i was talking to you about this the other day it's a certain way i wash dishes Oh, yeah, if you, I see yeah. somebody don't do it like that, I get like, look, I'm gonna need you to wait. Right. Do it, do it like this. But 
it's like the order for me it's not really i wouldn't say i'm like super super clean but yeah. it's the order that things are done that i'm exactly more, that i'm more specific about i get mad if you season the chicken the wrong way right so you're really gonna put the garlic powder in before the onion that's that don't even sound right right i feel you um active <clears throat> helpful <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. people who uh, suffer with anxiety are just overly helpful. They oh, that's help. yeah, for they sure. They always want sure. something to do. They always want to feel yeah. useful. Um, appears outwardly calm and collected. This is a hundred percent. If you ever see something like me, if I look like I'm chilling, um, or even just like watching something on my phone, it's almost like a distraction from me trying to figure out this. Just trying Everything. to make my thoughts make sense in my head. Right. So it's like. Just kind of like background noise. Right. But yeah, people with anxiety, we be, it look like we be chilling. Mm-hmm. We be over there like, yo, like I really need to figure all this stuff. I need to get my life together real quick. Yeah. Passionate. Oh uh, yeah, that's definitely me. Because, anyway. I'm, I, 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 I literally am fueled by pa- passion. <laughs> like for real. Um, And then very loyal in relationships. I am, I'm so loyal. That's you to a t like it's yeah. stupid like people will do crazy stuff but even and then you like down and ride. i can be mad but like it's it's just too like yeah. a t like i just yeah uh. I, I think me too but as i'm getting older i've done therapy and i've done some healing i'm creating boundaries in my loyalty but i'm still very loyal sometimes we don't oh, people are loyalty but i do it if i have some sort of relationship with you on on it's a so deep level. I feel like I owe you some sort of loyalty in a certain capacity, but that might not always be good. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that one out. I'm still working through it. Um. So so on the opposite spectrum, some of the things that you see, um, people with anxiety struggle with a lot is um, uh, we are sometimes people pleasers. Oh, so. Yeah. Um, and it's because um, some people with anxiety are afraid of driving people away. Uh, they are fear of being a bad friend or spouse or employee or fear of letting other people down. So uh, my boss, I took mama to lunch with my boss and his family mm-hmm. the other day. And he was telling a funny story. And I'm over here laughing. And he was like, and, you know, I'll call Genesis in the field and she won't have a sale for the whole day. And it's four o'clock. And I'll tell her and I'll be like, Genesis, you got it. And he will be like, and, you know, I'll look at her pace in circles and stress herself out until she like closes right. and I was thinking to myself I was like I do do that I, I'll get so wrapped up in the in the detail of it all like well if I don't close today I'm, I'm gonna let the business down and I'm never gonna be a business owner and it'll it's so stupid and in my head like it's, it's like oh my god Genesis relax but I'll just like pace right. and just stress myself out until I so I get it done. But right. that does not always work. Stressing yourself out to get yeah, the Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Does not work all That's the time. true. That's Trust true. me. People do not like talking to people who look like they're crazy. Because <laughs> that's how I look. I'll be, it'd be like halfway tears in my eyes. Like, so you want to sign up for this cable in? <laughs> Please. All right. Um, Talking a lot. Nervous chatter. We were talking about that. If I get, um, I have overreactive tear ducts, by the way. So I'm going to mm-hmm. cry. Um, you'll get people just start like just rambling mm-hmm. i do that all the time I, you would get me i go on rants all the time <laughs> you do go on rants the only way you get me is i'd be cool but if you talk about something i really like like really and you pique my interest this much it don't even have to be much 
I'm gonna go. Like, it'll be hours. And I'm like, so no, really, on like the 1999 version of Spider Man, this is why this is different um, than the 1998 version. That's what you don't understand. Because in this version, they actually did not do his costume the right way. But in this version, it's actually an exact replica. And I'll Mm -hmm. go. Because I'm just like, that's how I am about astrology and, um, like, I'm really interested in getting more interested in metaphysical science. So, I'd be like, y'all, look at this new thing I'm learning, and I want to tell y'all all about it. All <laughs> no, we, I will say, we do be doing that, um, especially if something you're passionate about. I, I, I'll go, because I'd be like, no, for real. Like, I've thought about everything. Okay. You need to hear it. This is the best thing you ever. Need to Mama like that, too, though. I'm like, did you hear did you hear all your brother's new songs? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, no. I didn't hear his new song. Oh my, let me play it for you. Any B D one. Have you? She be like, David, like David. I'm like, who is David? And I be thinking the whole time I'm thinking she's talking about Michael. Oh my God. I'm like, no, I didn't hear it. Right. Or have mama ever had you hemmed up about like the stock market and Bitcoin and stuff like that? She made me um she downloaded the things on my phone. And she was like, No, you can't leave out of my room until you do it. It's like mama, this is a democracy. Yeah, mama made me sign create a Bitcoin account. Bless her heart. Um, another thing that we already kind of went through is it's just a lot of nervous habits that mm-hmm. people uh people always just see it as your quirks. Like me mm-hmm. doing a number five thing, they think it's quirky, you know, but like for me it's serious. I feel like the um the frequencies are mm-hmm. weird to me for me to listen to like that. Right. So, um, even though they're serious to us, mm-hmm. people, oh my God, you're so quirky. Right. Um, but like playing with your hair, cracking your knuckles, biting your lip, like you doing. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I chew my fingernails too. It's a nervous habit. Um, so we talked about this earlier. You need to do repetitive things like counting, uh, stairs or rocking back and mm-hmm. forth. I did not mention this earlier, but when I was a kid, I had a really, really, really big fascination with counting, um, the trees on the way to school. So on school wow. bus, I would count, I would count all the trees it took and I'd be like, you know, it's not a big deal. Like to whoever is not paying attention to me, you know, David, it's not a big deal, but like, it's like 97 trees on the way to school. Wow. Just letting you know. That so, is so um, crazy. I don't know if I do anything like that. And I probably do, but I think I do ner- I do I do um I don't even want to say it's pacing or O C D but like I will go lock my front door like five times before I lay down, even yeah. though I know I did it. It's 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 like yeah. the things you it's like you have to do them. Yeah. And even though this gets so on the spectrum of like OCD, the thing with anxiety is is more control than anything. Right. So even though OCD is like is so much larger and is so more sensitive, but it's just about um the control of it. Mm-hmm. So do I need to know that on the way to school is ninety seven trees? No. But yeah. but it's it's important for me to do that. But yes, I do that. I, if I'm sitting in a passenger seat, I'll count whatever we are. I'll count the things. Or that's crazy. I play a game. It's stupid. We're not gonna go into it. Overthinking. That's just oh, the that's, whole, a, that's what anxiety that's a given, is. Yeah, I don't even know for sure. Um, lost time. So arriving too early uh, for appointments. This never really happened to me. Like where I just lost concept of time. Not really. I think I always have a good idea of what time it is. Oh, like where you just be in the middle of the day and you just be like. Or you just doing you going too quick, so like you're arriving early to stuff because you you try you wow. doing something too quick. You know what? I'm 
I don't, I'm sorry. And maybe that's because I have a kid and we just, it take time getting him out the door along with myself. But now nah, I ain't never, maybe I think for me, I can, I can only speak for me on this one. I think because I have a kid, it's kind of hard to lose the concept of time because I'm kind of on his schedule too. But that's it. Now I'm telling you when I go through my, when I go through my modes of like really isolating myself, I, and I'm not, I'm just not engaging with nobody. I will lose track of the, like the whole weekend can just, yeah. Or I said I was going to do something and I get caught up being, being in my anxiety mode that I'd be like, oh, you know what? I'm supposed to be doing it. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. But it's not getting there too early though, if that makes sense. Right. So need for reassurance. So asking directions multiple times or checking on this regularly. So, y'all, when I tell you, I'm going to say his name, Dakota, who is my boss, I will ask Dakota like seven times. And I'll be serious. And I'll I'll be trying to be funny. I'll be serious. I'm like, so, Dakota, I just want to be clear with you what you just said to me. You told me that you want me to put this water bottle in the trash can. Yeah, that's what I want you to do. Now, at what time exactly did you want to put the bottle in the trash can? Around 3 o'clock. And when you say around 3 o'clock, do you mean at 3 specifically or you mean like a 2.55 situation? Because I'm going to have a limited amount of time between 2.55 and 3 o'clock to put the bottle in a trash can. Right. Well, I want you to put it in a trash can. Now, which trash... And and we will go back and forth and he will be like, Genesis, just go with the flow. No, 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 no. I need you to tell me exactly how you want to get it done. I'm like that too. I need step by step directions or reassurance or whatever. And that's a part of my life and my job as well. My job really I don't know if my job is help is aiding my anxiety, but um getting all of the details or over asking or all that, I definitely do that as well because it's this fear of not having control. So, because I don't want to, I don't want to not know how to do it and right. get to a place where I'm not sure. Right. Um. Or if somebody asks me where I want to eat, I usually don't care, right? Mm-hmm. But I might have like maybe one or two places that I maybe like, actually like, enjoy. But um, I'll be like, oh no, it doesn't matter. I'll be like, no, it's fine, you can pick. And they'll be like, no, you pick. Don't judge me. I hate that. Don't right. ever throw the ball back in my corner. I don't yeah. know. And now you put this pressure on me of. Now we're going to starve to death because right. I don't know. Right. Um, so I don't like that. But, um, and the last one, it's not the last one, it's a few more. I'm going to just go through them now. Okay. So we got procrastination. Um, oh, yeah, I do Sometimes that. people want anxiety when they feel like they can't get all their thoughts in order. I do it a lot. I just want to do nothing because I'll, I'll get frustrated and I'll, I'll come back to it. Got it. Avoiding eye contact. I literally work in sales. I make. I personally have to make direct eye contact yeah. with everybody. So. If I feel uncomfortable, yeah, I I will avoid eye contact. If, if I, I feel uncomfortable, if I feel in uncomfortable, situation. I start making hard eye contact. Really, I don't like a creep. I'm like, yeah, really, yeah, 100, yeah. Yeah, when I'm uncomfortable, I can't look at a person directly. So rumination uh, and a tendency to dwell on the negative, like what if thoughts and dwelling uh, yeah. on past mistakes. That get me at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but that's something that I I actively fight against though, with the positive thoughts and the positive affirmations. That's that's a just that's like an everyday fight though for for most yeah. for most people, not even just anybody with anxiety. But yeah. Uh, sorry. No, you good. It's twelve oh six. Inability to say no, always having an overload schedule, being constantly busy. A hundred percent. Oh my goodness. It's it'll be times where, um, cause my job is super demanding anyway, so I'm usually 
working close to, I'll say 10 to 12 hours a day usually. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't really seem like a lot of time. Um, and then somebody would be like, okay, what are you doing at seven? Like when I get off and I'm like, oh, I'm about to get off work. Perfect. Like, let's do this. And I'm like, I mean, oh, I, right. I, I mean, I have been up since seven, but like, let's do it. Yeah. I think I overcommit to things as oh, well. Oh, 100%. And, um, and then I'd be mad when I got to actually make I those commitments. I'd be like, y'all, like my so baby So I'm, I'm learning to say no. I still don't think I do a good job at it because I feel like. I haven't even had one day in a long time where it was just a free day to just relax and stuff. Like I, I always commit to something for something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but it's that it could go back to being active, just a right. fear of uh, not not feeling like you're not doing anything. Right. Um, insomnia, difficulty falling asleep or waking up early, uh, and being able to fall back to sleep. Latanya, I don't know if you know that much, but I do like melatonin Benadryl. Mm-hmm. i take a lot of stuff to for me to fall asleep right um because like i just won't i will like even if i'm kind of tired i right. will stay up until just because right. I, I can't even fall asleep and on a side note um if you have insomnia really bad you usually get sleep paralysis so i get sleep paralysis a lot too what's that um you know when you be sleep but you you never had sleep paralysis where your body be asleep but your mind be awake. Oh yeah, yeah. That that happens to me a lot. So that happens a lot because um with insomnia, your brain doesn't stop, but your right. body eventually gets tired. But your right. brain is not done. Yeah. But your body eventually gets tired so it shuts off, but your brain is still Oh, that to happens to me often. Yeah, yeah, I get insom- I get sleep paralysis a lot cuz I have insomnia. Yeah. So racing mind obviously. So other things you <laughs> other people think you are difficult to read. Cause you'd be all over the place. Yeah, um, you have yeah, a little limited social life, turning down invitations. That's me. I, I say no to a, um, a lot of stuff because I, I'm nervous that I'm not going to want to do it. Okay. Not, I'm not really like that. No, I, I think I overcommit to, I, I'd be always down to, even if I, I shouldn't like what time you could go home and sleep finally. But I'd be like, yeah, let's, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I'm down. No, I get, um, I get really nervous that I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. Because I just I know that I don't like to be, especially if I don't know nobody. Um, but even though I'm super social, but I'll I'll get scared that I'm gonna eventually say no. Right. So I'll just be like no, and they'd be like why? And I'm like uh. <laughs> right. I gotta wash my feet. So inability to enjoy the moment. I'm getting better at that one actually. I, I'm starting to enjoy these moments. I'm talking to Mama. I've definitely work through a lot of this but um in a moment you're always thinking about but all this other stuff that's not right. important um feeling intimidated by the future oh yeah but that's everybody yeah uh, the tendency to compare yourself to others falling short of expectations that's me a lot i will um if it's something really really small even i'll be like okay well right i feel like that i need to be at that level or better right but that's something that like I, I'm just learning to. Yeah, I think younger Latanya, like teenager, early twenties, was like I would do the comparison thing, but that fueled my anxiety, obviously. And um, I guess just through therapy, healing, and doing the work, I do not. I intentionally do not compare myself to nobody else because not only does it fuel anxiety, that's kind of a toxic trait anyway. Yes. Because that that. That is the root or it can stem 
from jealousy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Jealousy and all that. And so I intentionally don't compare myself to nobody else because it will cause me to have anxiety. Because what a crazy expectation to compare yourself to a whole nother person and expect that you're supposed to do what they do, not even knowing what it takes for them to do what they do. So that's, exactly. I just be like, yeah, that's actually very silly that you would even do that, do that to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I do agree with that. Um, and then potential for alcohol or substance abuse. And we kind of already, so yeah, we talked about it's that. Unhealthy coping mechanism. I, I was about to say unhealthy co- coping mechanism, but I don't think drugs is an issue. And I thank God for that. I, I think we'd be having fun. No, we definitely do. But I don't, I'm happy to know, like, isn't especially not on hard drugs, but even smoking and drinking. You can't um, just obviously, obviously, mama went through what she went through, but mm-hmm. I, it's like people be at, we be getting up and going to work every day and taking care of ourselves and our that families. Ain't nobody got, don't nobody even, I, I'm so country, ain't nobody got, ain't nobody like, got time for that. Don't nobody even have time to be on drugs. Honestly. <laughs> I can't casually just go. I can't just casually do a line of cocaine. But that's a blessing. I mean? Yeah, that's a blessing. But so but but we go to other things outside of drugs because yeah. so. like sex. Sex and um well I I can't say sex for me, but um definitely overeating. That's a real thing too. People don't understand. Like you can't control what you eat. We we eat to enjoy it. Yeah, it even say that in the Bible. You know, eat, drink, and be merry. But also, God did create food to nourish us. And, mm-hmm. and so when you don't have control over that, that's not good. No. <laughs> but okay, Genesis, this was a really awesome we, podcast. We've been talking, talking, girl. We're not, we not even going to do the icebreaker. Because um, this was a good conversation. I think it this was. Was, was much had. And I don't want to make light of it. By yeah. putting the icebreaker in there, this was serious. This I think was it was epic. some. I think it was some healing in here. I was my I, yeah. my, my little heart was over here like what? Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I you know I almost wanted to cry at one point, but I got I kept it together. Like this was good. So a lot of the times, um, and I'm so sorry. But, no, you good. Um, like conversations like this are important because I know you're more candid about like anxiety and stuff but that actually that in itself makes me nervous wow to discuss it because yeah. i'm always it's always like a fear that somebody won't understand and they'll be like make fun of me about it right because like i can take being weird and quirky i don't give a fuck about that but like, right. you're saying like really coming at like a mental health issue oh, what the fuck? yeah like, i can't help and it. now i'm about to put it on spotify itunes <laughs> and youtube and i'm gonna promoted on both my social media accounts so follow me on all them platforms at a page of my diary period <laughs> all right do you have any any further thoughts this no, is really this, great this is really good i enjoy talking to you and and y'all all right thank you for joining our conversation and i'll be back next week with another episode bye